Welcome to the 1000 Hours Outside podcast. My name is Ginny Urich. I'm the founder of 1000 Hours Outside, and I'm so excited. I have a dear friend on with me today, Suzanne Nunn. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. This is going to be a good one because Suzanne lives in Florida. Have you always lived in Florida? I was not a natural born Floridian, no, but I have lived here most of my life. Mm -hmm. And we know each other through homeschool conventions. We've known each other now for several years. And Suzanne runs the largest homeschool convention in the country and subsequently, I think, the world. It happens in Orlando, Florida, every Memorial Day weekend. They're heading into their 40th anniversary. That's next year through the organization FPEA. So Suzanne, give us a little background about FPEA and yourself and what you do there. Sure. Well, like you said, FPA is going into our 40th year next year, serving homeschool families in Florida. And we actually began right before it was even legal to homeschool in the state of Florida. So FPA has had a history of always supporting um, legislative efforts, legally protecting homeschooling in the state of Florida. So that's been huge for us over the years. And at the same time, um, you know, way back then, there was no so no social media, no anything for people to really connect. Um, they used phone trees to connect the families across the state of Florida and to develop, to develop a support group, essentially, for the state. And so over the years, we just evolved and developed into a, a huge state organization that was a support system providing resources and events. And for many years, like our signature event was our convention that Mm -hmm. you mentioned. And um, then, I don't know, maybe in the past 15 years, we began to add more events along the way. So we have a special needs conference. We have STEM conferences. We have all kinds of interesting things you know, that we do. Yeah. Our goal is to walk alongside families who are homeschooling and who need resources to support them, uh, just to encourage them and to provide them with a community of people who understand who they are and what they're doing, how they're living their life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fantastic. If people want to find information, they can go to FPEA. So it's Florida parents you're gonna have to help me out florida parents educators association okay that's what i would have guessed fpea.com yeah and people can find that you do have events throughout the year so Mm -hmm. tell us about some of those like you'll go to saint augustine you have a cruise you do all sorts of things (laughs) we do amazing stuff uh yeah so we do have a trip to the florida keys uh in june every year for going, you know, hurricanes or something like that. (laughs) So we go down there. It's a great trip for families. Uh, It's like a family field trip. And we do a lot of marine biology and just exploring the keys, snorkeling, diving, just a myriad of fun and exciting things. And then um, in the fall, we do a couple of trips. One is to Cocoa Beach. It's the Space Coast Life Trip is what we call it. And it's a lot of fun. We go to Cocoa Beach. We explore that area and we pick the perfect time to do bioluminescent kayaking tours, which, yeah, is exciting. And really, Mm -hmm. it's the only time of year you can really do that in Florida and really the best location and only really location to do that in Florida. So we do that. We go to NASA and Kennedy Space Center, and it's a really exciting trip. And then a little bit later, um, more in the winter Uh, late part of the year, November, December, we go to St. Augustine, which is, you know, America's oldest city, but Mm -hmm. Florida's as well. Uh, A lot of great Florida history there and, you know, a lot of fun times. We really enjoyed that trip. But families, again, it's just a great time of building community with people who like to explore and do things out in our Mm -hmm. state and just take it all in. So yeah, it's been really good. 
cool opportunities to have these yeah. events that you can connect with other families and build these relationships, doing things outdoors, making mm -hmm. memories throughout exactly. the year beyond the convention. And even at the convention, now this will be our third year coming. We love huh? coming. It's at this cool resort. The resort has outdoor trails at it. It's such a great mm -hmm. place. The Rosen Shingle Creek Resort, all of these pools. And so for this year, this is 2023, the convention is at the Rosen Shingle Creek Resort, but then you'll switch. Is the next right. year the big switch? So if someone's next listening year. to this and the 2023 convention has passed, tell us about where it'll be in 2024. In 2024, we'll be at the Gaylord Palms Resort and Convention Center, which is an event in, in and of itself. It's just an amazing venue. If you've never been to a Gaylord, they have atriums that kind of depict different locations representing the state that they're in. So we have a St. Augustine, a Keys, and an Everglades section. So it's just themed really well, and it's it's just so much fun. And there's a great water park for the kids. So the Gaylord Palms is just an exciting trip. And then yeah, I know the, your daughters are talking about it. Just added. I know. They <laughs> love like, it. One more year, one more <laughs> year till it switches back. But this is the thing. It's a really fun convention on top of the fact that it's large and it's vibrant and there's an exhibit hall with all of these vendors and there's all sorts of opportunities. You run a graduation, you have a dance for high schoolers, there's leadership programs for adults, there's leadership programs for teens, there's a kids program. There are all of these things, I'm, and I know I'm missing, author <laughs> spotlights and all of these things your exhibit hall has. And I, what do you call it? Do you call it exhibit hall or vendor hall? Uh, I think we go back and forth. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't want to call it yeah. the wrong thing. You yeah. know, it's just packed and you get to it's one of those things that it's just vibrant and exciting because there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of energy. And, you mm -hmm. know, one of the things that the people around here, and I didn't really understand it because when I first started homeschooling, I was really coming out of a background of being a private and public school teacher. And mm -hmm. so I thought, I, I really thought it was a little bit strange to homeschool and had not had great experiences with interactions with people there. And I go to the FPA convention for the first time, and you can kind of imagine if you've not entered into that world at all before, um, and you walk into an FPA convention, it was just like, I I really went into the vendor hall for the first time, and the, the doors to heaven, the pearly gates opened, is what it was like. It was amazing, <laughs> because I was like, what is this? I've died and gone to heaven. There mm -hmm. was so much to take in, and I think, you know, one of the biggest things that sometimes people will say that that's kind of overwhelming, but I'm like, you know, for me, it's just mm -hmm. like, how do you eat an elephant, right? You just one <laughs> little bite at a time. Yeah, yeah and it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And just mm -hmm. exploring and you, you're not going to take everything in, but you're going to take something very meaningful away from it. You're that's going right. to gather information, you're going to find resources, and you're going to take something mm -hmm. away that's going to make you go, ah, you know, and the feeling there, it's almost like a family reunion. I mean, people come back and they're excited to do the things. And you mentioned our graduation. We have families who graduate four or five, six kids at our graduation over the years. And it is, it's like a big family reunion. It's the big party at the end of the mm -hmm. school year, you know? Mm -hmm. And so. people will bring their kids in from other states to do your graduation because oh, yeah. it's very special. And I know that for this yeah. year, that's already filled. But I think that people are going to listen to this podcast at all times of the year. So they can always go to mm -hmm. fpea.com and check it out. And if they're a homeschool family, you come in and, and beyond the vibrancy and the sort of electricity and the all of the things that are going on, like you said, you take what you can out of it and you're not going to do everything, but you're going to go away with something. It is at this beautiful resort over Memorial Day weekend. And so it's a vacation and a memorable one. We go out in the evening, we're down in the pools. It's just a beautiful place to come. Yeah. So we're talking about that. But then yeah. we also said we were going to highlight Orlando. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is where the conference is at. And this is what I've been trying to do on the podcast this year is to highlight some of the areas that our family is headed to for conventions and for conferences and yeah. to talk about what are the cool things to do outside there. So just in our Facebook group <laughs> this morning, just a couple minutes ago, someone posted, we're heading to Orlando, Florida soon for vacation. And I'm looking for some fun toddler friendly parks to take my daughter to. She's 22 months. So this is um, what comes up a lot in Michigan. I'm not sure if you've ever seen this. Everyone from Michigan goes to Florida. 
I mean, this yeah. is the thing to do, especially in January and February and March. And right. I've even seen pictures where it'll have Michigan and then it'll like, it'll be connected with the Florida at the bottom. <laughs> Cause it just, you have to, you're so sick of the, the gray skies. And so we've been down to Florida quite a bit mm-hmm. and the Orlando area is a great place to come because it's affordable. There's a lot of house rentals and things like that. Oh, yeah. And there are so many things to do. And within an hour or two radius of Orlando, so day trips that are free or relatively free and yeah. I think are just as much fun, fun in a different way, I guess, than yeah. the theme parks. Yeah. So that's one of the things we're going to hit here. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and you know, the theme parks are great, but even you were talking about just things that you can do that are fun and free, you know, close by. There's so much about Florida that is the natural beauty of Florida. Even the hotel that we're at for the convention this year is at the headwaters of the Everglades. I mean, that's where they start. And it's so funny that, you know, everything there is even themed to represent a book that was a really famous book written about settling in Florida and all of the things are are named after the people in the book and the places in the book. It's really great. But um, I think that with the places that I know we're going to hit on today a little bit, that's what you're going to get to take in. I mean, you can't find another place just like Orlando in the central area of Florida. It's mm-hmm. beautiful and yeah. it offers so much, you know? Yeah, it sure does. And it's an interesting thing. I had a friend who did the RV across the country for two years. Her family, it was a yeah. friend of mine and her family. And when they came back, I'm not sure if we've talked about this on here yet, but when they came back, I asked her what, what were some of the things that, you know, what were some of her favorites? What were some of the things she didn't like to do? And mm-hmm. she said she liked everything, but the only things that were tricky were the ones where you, you pay a lot of money. Because right. then your expectations are different. And so it is an interesting thing with the theme parks. We're a family of seven. And we've gone one time mm-hmm. uh, to Disney and one time to Universal and loved it. It was super fun. I know there's lots of Disney families and things like that. And we really love the Harry Potter world. I mean, it, it was great. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of money. And so your expectations are high. And sometimes kids are fussy and lines are long. And we have had just as much fun at the things that are free or just, you know, it costs six bucks to get your car in. So we're going to talk about a lot of these cool things, 10 plus ideas for the Orlando area that are free or relatively free for your family. Who do you want to go first? You go first. I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) So with the springs, Florida has the most springs, freshwater Mm -hmm. springs in the country. Right. I think there's something like over 1000. And so that would that in and of itself would be, I think, a cool thing to do if you're coming to Florida or if you already live in Florida, I would be wanting to go and check out all of these different springs. So I'm going to start with one. One of them is called Rock Springs and it's at Kelly Park in Apopka. So Apopka is maybe a 45 minute drive from Orlando. And I use a maps, um, Google Maps or There's other maps where you can put little pins. So if you are putting in your favorite spots, you can kind of see what's in an area. So there might be a couple things up toward Apopka and you're going to go up there. So the cool thing about Rock Springs is that you can rent a tube for $5 or so, or you could probably bring your own. There's a place where you can rent tubes right outside of the park. It's a little kind of dive bar restaurant thing (laughs) and they rent you your tube for five bucks and then you take it into the park and the the spring there is a natural tube ride. It is unbelievably gorgeous. It takes you in a circle. So you can see the spring head and, and then it's this turquoise blue. You feel like you're in the Caribbean. I mean, it's gorgeous. <laughs> and you take your tube and we have seen otters swimming in there. There's beautiful birds and you ride the tube ride and you just get up and you walk and you can go again and again. There's places to swim. There's a campground. There's a little sandy area. Kids can play in the sand. And so there's bathrooms, changing rooms. Sometimes I think there's a concession. I don't think it was open when we when we were there. So we loved that. Do you, do you love tubing? I like tubing a lot. I love tubing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I love the Rock Springs area. It's beautiful. Um, and again, very inexpensive for mm-hmm. a family, small or large, you know? Yeah, I actually have the cost here. And this was from a year or two ago so possibly obviously things could change but it was three dollars per car for one to two people or five dollars per car 
for three to eight people. You know, it's like a thousand dollars for three to eight people to go to Disney for one day. That's right. <laughs> this is five dollars. If you bring your own tubes, then you're you're good to go, and you could stay yeah. there all day. There is, it's so fun there. And you want to go early, I definitely have read that on the weekends, you might be waiting in line to get in because it's really popular. But when we went, we probably went in February and there were times where we were the only ones there. <laughs> because in Florida, we think February is cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. All right. From Michigan, <laughs> no, it, that's a little bit different. <laughs> well, the thing about the yeah. springs that's interesting too, is that the spring water itself is the same temperature year round. Yes. It's just the outside air is different. It's so. the outside air. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it is good. It well, is if you're good. coming from Michigan, you're going to have That's the right. whole place to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Totally different vibe. But uh, yeah, I know it's a beautiful, beautiful area. Mm -hmm. So Rock Springs at Kelly Park in Apopka. That's our first one we're highlighting. That's fantastic. You're up. Well, Unless you want me to keep going and you can do commentary. Yeah, you keep going. I'll okay, do, okay. I'll and then if you think I'm of having, extra ones. I'm having technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you okay. I'll do commentary. Okay, I'll keep going. I'm going to stick with the springs. Um, and okay. I'm going to actually hit one that is sort of out of this conversation. But we drove down to FPEA last year, last May. Mm -hmm. And... I found a spring right off of I-75 as you're coming into Florida. So this is one that you would maybe have to drive to depending on where you live in Florida. But if you're driving into Florida from the north and you're coming down I-75, there is a spring that is 15 minutes off of the freeway right as you pass into the Florida state line. So not far from the visitor center, which the visitor right. center itself is super fun. We always stop. They <laughs> almost always have orange juice. I Things changed a little bit because of COVID. That was a super fun thing to stop at the visitor center, but it's about 15 minutes off the freeway. And it is called Madison Blue Spring State Park. Madison Blue. Okay. So another spring. It's in yeah. Lee, Florida. Mm -hmm. And we stopped and we had our trailer with us. We didn't know what to expect. And it actually, it actually made it so that we were a we cut it a little close <laughs> for the vendor hall opening. So oh, um, we only stayed for an hour and then we were scrambling a little bit. This time we're gonna build in more time because it is absolutely stunning. It is this huge swimming hole. It's voted America's best swimming hole. Uh, yeah. That's a huge thing right there in Lee, Florida, right over the border. So it's got this huge swimming hole. You take these steps down, gorgeous water. There's turtles in there, big turtles that you can gorgeous. see because it's clear. And then mm. the water kind of drains out into this flatter area where it's real shallow and there's like little areas you can run through and play in. And so yeah. that is definitely every single time we go to Florida, we will stop there because what a perfect That's place awesome. to get off even for an hour. And there's chickens mm. running around in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like roosters growing. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it's beautiful. And it's like you say, so that's, that's a little farther north than I'm normally mm -hmm. around, but it's an easy drive, even from here. I mean, that's an easy drive for people who are coming from other parts of North Florida, South Georgia. And we, we do, we have so many families that will come in from Georgia and Alabama to mm -hmm. come to the convention. And that is a perfect stop because like you said, down 75, 15 minutes off the highway. And it's gorgeous. It's probably one of my favorite places. We did pictures there uh, one year, you know, years oh. ago with my kids. And it's beautiful. Just so relaxing. You know, mm -hmm. I think that that's one of the places that I go. And like you said, it's so clear. And it's mm -hmm. just this beautiful swimming hole. And mm -hmm. unless you've seen it and kind of taken in all of the sounds and all of the everything that go with it, I don't think you can quite understand that, you know, mm -hmm. so I think that that's one of the things that probably you and I both love. It's not just that you're going to a place, but you're going in and you're taking in everything yeah. that makes it beautiful. You know, the sounds, the experiences and the memories that you're making yeah. with your kids. Yeah. The colors there are something else. And you they can take a floaty. Gorgeous. A floaty would be a fun mm -hmm. thing to have there because the water's kind of deep out in the middle and you yeah. could just flow and one of those pool noodles or something. It was gorgeous. <laughs> and we stayed, like I said, for an hour. This is one of our things talking about micro adventures. 
that's why we stopped. We were inspired by Alistair Humphreys. They all, it was a place that really we would have wanted to stay all day, but we had limited time. Yeah. But we were still so glad we stopped. The kids are soaking wet, the bathing suits, you know, all of this mm-hmm. ty- type of stuff, trying to get back in and then get to the <laughs> convention on time, <laughs> get our booth set up. That's where she is. If she <laughs> don't show up on time, right? <laughs> but we, like I said, we built in a little bit more time this coming time to stop there. But, you know, if you think about America's best swimming hole, I mean, this is a place to go. And we've been coming down to Florida for years since our kids were real little and didn't know about it. So it's definitely one to stop at. When we were there, we were the only ones there. So this was in May. It was Memorial Day weekend. We would have been coming in, I guess, on a Thursday. Cutting it close. (laughs) This year we're coming in on Wednesday. (laughs) We're not cutting it so close. So we're cutting it close and we had the place to ourselves. So it's a beautiful place. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Question, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Read a few chapters of that book, start painting that guest bedroom, tackle that pile of laundry, play a card game with your kids. A lot of us spending our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. If you're feeling stuck, therapy is something that can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is a wonderful thing. It can help you learn positive coping skills or show you how to navigate properly setting boundaries. With BetterHelp, it's easy to get started. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and visit BetterHelp.com 1000 hours to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com 1000 hours. I have been looking for simple ways to form healthy habits and get the nutrients my body needs when my immune system feels unsupported. And that's why I decided to give AG1 a try. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel nourished and ready to face the day. As a parent, longevity is on my mind more than ever before. I want to make sure I'm taking really good care of myself so I can continue to show up for the moments that matter with my kids. Every day, AG1 helps me build long-term health with daily nutrients that support brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm setting myself up for the long run. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash 1000. That's drinkag1.com slash 1000. Check it out. Yeah. Isn't that funny that you're traveling and, and you go to some of these places and really, unless you're hitting it at like a really high time schools out with everybody or whatever, some of these places you go to and it is so quiet, you know, mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. And I, you will wonder, but my kids and I, we travel on, we're on the road a lot. And if at all possible, when we're stopping, even for an hour let's have lunch, whatever. We'll try to pick those places as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to I'll have a secret place I'll share with you. I'll, I'll, I'll ooh, ooh. <laughs> let's save it for the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Am I going? Or am I going to keep going? Or are you going? Yeah, you keep going. Okay. So next on my list. So Madison Blue State Spring State Park was a little bit out of the list because it's not necessarily in the Orlando area, but it's if you're heading toward the Orlando area. So one of the other springs that we love is called Wekiwa Springs. I think that's how you pronounce it. W-E-K-I-W-A, which is Wekiwa, which is Mm -hmm. right by Rock Springs, also in Apopka. So it's a watering hole. It's the water is always 72 degrees. It's five feet all the way around, but you can kind of dive down in and see things underwater. Our kids love that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they've got on goggles and they're people are canoeing and kayaking out there. And so that is a kind of a two for one. You could go do both of those in one day. That's what we've done. So a great swimming spot. And there was uh, up at the top of the hill because you kind of walk down this hill to get down in there 
there's like a little nature center area mm -hmm. that you can see there's little animals in there and information. So things to learn. And that's just a great place to go swim. Once again, I mean, I don't have a cost down here, so it possibly was free. It's a state park. So right. Low cost. Minimal, minimal cost. Very minimal. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. So Apopka is a good place for springs. All right. I'm going on to another one. Moving along. Okay. <laughs> This is one that I absolutely love. One more spring. I have actually two more springs on my list okay. that are near Orlando that we really have liked. So one of them is De Leon Springs State Park. De Leon Springs. This is one of our favorites. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> yes. It, this Name. is such a cool one. So it basically looks like this massive swimming pool. Yeah. Massive. The biggest swimming pool you've ever seen. It's all spring fed water, but they built concrete all the way around. When I say it's massive, like it's hard to swim across. It's so big. It's and huge. so it's probably, yeah. you know, four or five feet deep near the edge. And then it gets real deep in the middle. And same as before, there's turtles swimming in there. You know, kids are swimming after the turtles and kind of following them. It's super fun. And you could swim there all day. There's beautiful trails there, beautiful trees. The trails are great, yep. Yeah, and same thing. You bring a floaty is you could just float mm -hmm. out in the water. You could swim across. But one of the really cool things about De Leon Springs is they have this amazing restaurant called the Old Spanish Sugar Mill. And this is one of those places that our kids will never forget. They talk about it all the time because at the Old Spanish Sugar Mill, your table is a griddle. <laughs> and you make pancakes on it. Pancakes, but you have to make a reservation early. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, this place is so packed. Busy. Yeah. Usually so busy. what we yes. So what we do is we'll go early in the day mm -hmm. and we will put our names in as soon as we get there. And then right. it might take two hours. So you swim. So you're out swimming and then they have a big loudspeaker, they'll call your name, and in you go and you can you can get eggs and you can get meat and you can get add-ons for your pancakes. I'll bring out, you know, a bowl of blueberries, a bowl of chocolate chips. Right. And they've got different kinds of pancake mix. They've got whole wheat and I don't know, the different types. And it was, it's pretty inexpensive. It's something like six bucks or something. And the kids, when, especially when they're younger, totally enjoy cooking the pancakes, and, you know, making it themselves. It's, lot, it's so much fun. But yeah, it's a great, um, how far is that from here? It's not, it's within an hour, right? It's within an hour. Hour's yeah. drive. Mm -hmm. So that's a great fun place. And yeah, all these places you could stay for the whole day. Mm -hmm. And so but within an hour, then that's your day trip for the day and I mean it is so fun it is one of our funnest things to do is to go to that <laughs> old Spanish sugar mill and to swim in that spring and there's other yeah. things there's a museum on one side like on the far side there's a museum that you can go look in and they've got bathrooms and uh, it's just a really really fun place people are fishing <laughs> there it's great so six dollars per car to enter and the restaurant is reasonably priced it's not super expensive so that right. is in daily own springs florida yeah it's a great place yeah i great love place it to go. and we've done multiple field trips there with you know groups of people so it's a lot of fun for the family it's also just a lot of fun if you want to take groups i mean mm -hmm. you know if you're from this area and you want to go over there it's a great way to spend yeah. the day yeah because then they have that riverboat tour we've never done that but the riverboat tour leaves right from the right next to the restaurant we've seen it coming and going but that seems like that would be gorgeous too to come and do yeah. that with a group of people yeah yeah it Florida is. is great a lot of things to do one other spring that we really like that's in the orlando area is called blue spring state park and when we come down in february blue spring has the manatees yeah, which is really cool. I think they're there all spring. So when mm -hmm. you drive in, they'll tell you how many they have a sign up that says yep. how many manatees there's going to be there. <laughs> but I think that when you're out of that spring manatee season, you can swim there. And yeah. it's just absolutely gorgeous. Kind of more like so some of these places look like big pools, basically. So De Leon Springs looks like a big pool. And that Madison Blue looks like a big pool yeah. and a big round. But then right. the Kelly Park and Apopka, that's a, a river, you know, it's like a lazy mm -hmm. river. And this Blue Spring State Park is more like this kind of wide river. It heads out into an actual river, I think, to St. Yeah. John's. Yeah, St. John's River. Yeah, so when it's not peak mm -hmm. manatee season, you can swing our canoe there, which we haven't done because we've always been in manatee season, but it's just beautiful. And they also have a boat tour, $6, same again. I think all of this state parks are maybe about $6 to enter per car. 
And then yeah. there were buildings there, historic buildings, swing set. We had just a great time at the Blue Spring State Park. That's in Orange City, Florida. And once again, it's probably within an hour drive of Orlando. And there's a lot to do there. There is. Do you know that there's a spring called Ginny Springs? <laughs> I do. Know. I haven't been there. No. No. I do need to go. We also have been to Alexander Springs Recreation Area. That one wasn't our favorite, but it did have um, more of a, a sloping, gentle slope into the water. So would yeah. probably be a good one for young kids. And then they had a one-mile hike there. So it was mm -hmm. a place you could rent canoes or kayaks. And that, I think, is fairly close to Blue Springs. So you can just kind of... It wasn't our favorite, but it was all. But it was fun to kind of rope in with a day trip where we went around to a bunch of different places. Right. And that one is in the Ocala National Forest. Did I say that right? Ocala, uh huh. Ocala National Forest. So just sixty minutes from Orlando, and all these places have changing rooms and bathhouses. So it just makes it more convenient for families. So those are some of our favorite springs that are within the Orlando area, and they are day trip places. I think they are bucket list places places that yeah. you won't ever forget. So if we stick in the water category, we also go on both sides to the beach. So we'll go to the Gulf mm. side and to the ocean side. How do people describe There's that? the Gulf, the yeah. Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic. Yeah. And very different experiences for people who enjoy going to the beach. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up kind of hanging out on the Gulf side a little bit more and was very used to the Gulf. And then I had an opportunity to spend more time on the Atlantic side, especially when we lived in the Keys. And, you know, it was just it's so different because of the, the nature of the Keys. But there were a lot of rocks and, you know, areas down there where it was a little bit harder to navigate. But if you move up the coast to areas like Cocoa Beach and just south of there is one of my favorite areas. It's Sebastian Inlet. Have you been there before? No. Yeah, you would love Sebastian Inlet. It's a park and, you know, it has like a great, I guess, tidal pool area that is a beach, you know, on the tidal pool. But the way that it goes out into the ocean, it's open and you can see all kinds of sea life in that area. But it's not uncommon to see dolphins just, you know, jumping right outside of the tidal pool area and swimming in there. And it's so relaxing, but it is, it's like, you know, it's not right on the beach, but it's an inlet and it's just beautiful. And that whole area, that strip is off of A1A is just a gorgeous drive. And, you know, you would enjoy Sebastian Inlet a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that one on my list. Yeah. We have gone to Sherry Down Park in Cape Canaveral. So it's a seven acre beach park and that's where we've parked. And sometimes it's tricky to figure out where to park and where to go. So that was one place yeah. that we've gone and really liked it. We've also gone to the Brevard Zoo on the way to the Atlantic side. Brevard. Yeah, <laughs> this the is the problem. When you, yeah. when you try and like come in and be a tour guide from another place and you're not from there, you like pronounce <laughs> like everything great. wrong. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the That's Brevard Zoo. <laughs> yeah, and that is it's a great zoo. Um, it's actually very close to our office, <laughs> and wow. where we are here in Melbourne. But um, yeah, beautiful zoo. Mm -hmm. And not cheap, not as cheap as the other options. That's for sure. Cheap. But they had a thing. We didn't do it. They had some sort of like a river going throughout the zoo that people were down in canoes or kayaks in or something. Mm. It was real neat. I'd never mm. seen anything like it. So, but we yeah. like that zoo. And if you're doing a day trip over to the Atlantic side, then that is something that you could bundle together would be that. And then on the Gulf yeah. side, well, we went pretty far south last year. A friend of mine told me about a place to look for shark teeth. So we went down yep. to Casperson Beach yes. down in Venice. Yep. But there are some gorgeous beaches on the Gulf side, like Honeymoon Island State Park is over there. Mm -hmm. These are like the white sand beaches, kind of. A lot of them? Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, and moving up into the, like the Panhandle, which they refer to or we refer to as the Emerald Coast. And mm. the beaches, they're, they're some of the most beautiful beaches really in the world. The white beaches and the water is just this beautiful emerald green. It's gorgeous up there. But, you know, last year, some of the beaches that we have frequented for uh, shelling and things like that, Sanibel and Captiva Island, uh, really took a hard hit from the hurricanes okay. last year. And so some of those beaches have been a little bit more challenging to obviously visit 
But if you're going out of Orlando, you know, west over into the Tampa Bay area, St. Pete Beach, Treasure Island, those are gorgeous beaches. And Gasperson's a little bit further south. But again, Mm -hmm. like you said, if you want to find shark's teeth, you found a bunch, right? (laughs) We did. Yeah. We went north with our friends, the Lollies. They were at the conference Mm -hmm. last year. I'll give them a shout out because yeah. they just started a podcast called Yay. Make a Happy Home Podcast. And it's fantastic. They've got a couple episodes out. But mm-hmm. we went north with them. And I was looking last night. I couldn't find the beach that we went to. But they were having to travel back. They live in Tennessee. And then this friend, Raising Howells, I'll give her a shout out too, mm-hmm. Marcita. She had told me that this was one of their favorite beaches for sunsets, but also for finding shark teeth. So when the lollies had to go home, then we booked it south all the way back down to that Casperson beach. And we ran, but we caught the sunset. We, I mean, we were running, we parked, trying to find a place to park because we had our trailer still with us from the convention. So we're running, we caught the sunset and then we came back the next morning too. And everybody had these really cool contraptions to find shark teeth. It was like, they would have like pool noodles, like um, in the shape of a square with a grate underneath. I mean, people had all sorts of things. And (laughs) I mean, it was a thrill of a lifetime for these kids to find shark teeth. They were everywhere. We came home with a little tin of them. And that was a super fun memory at Casperson Beach. And there's a couple beaches along there where I think you can find shark teeth. So mm-hmm. it's awesome over there on the Gulf side. So beautiful and lots of places that you can take your kids. Honeymoon Island was a favorite of mine. And I think there was yeah. a nature center there. Yeah. Honeymoon Island is beautiful. Yeah. So lots to do. Okay. So if we step away from some of the water <laughs> things, then... How do you do that? How do you do that? I know. I know. (laughs) Well, you can't do it. I don't think you can do it in the middle of the summer. But, you know, when you're off season, you can step away from the water things. So (laughs) coming down in January, February, and you get days that are 50, 60 degrees. And so there's really great things to do that are away from the water. So one of our favorite places in my whole life is one of my favorite places to go. And it's absolutely free. Do you know what I'm going to say? Is it going to be the Citrus Center? Citrus Tower? No. no. So we'll have to talk you, about that. you go first. You go first. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to talk about the citrus because, you know, January and, and that part of the year is when we get citrus season. And of course, um, I traveled Florida for all of my life growing up driving through the orange groves. We didn't drive interstates. We didn't even have some of the interstate system built during that time, but we would drive through the orange groves and you could just take in the smell and the scent of the blossoms. And of course, see all of the fruit hanging there. And, and it was, it, it is, it still is beautiful. And, you know, our citrus industry took some hits through the years because of frost and damage, but the citrus tower in Claremont is such to me it's one of those like iconic Florida kitschy things to do because it was like we would stop every time we drove through and Mm -hmm. you know get citrus you can pick your own citrus it's just so many things and the gift shops as a kid growing up and if you ever if you haven't done this you have to do this Mm -hmm. stop at those places and my favorite thing to do is get these little bottles of perfume that smell like oranges (laughs) (laughs) i love it and so um my friend you know tracy um Mm -hmm. she was traveling not long ago and she got one too because when they would travel as kids to florida that was something that her family would always stop at those places and get those things so you get some of the greatest florida foods and souvenirs but mm-hmm. you know it's really cool because when you go up in the tower you can look out and you can see just the massive you know spread of the groves that were there so have you been up to the top of the tower wow so no so we've okay. been to the showcase of citrus which okay. is also in claremont because yep. i guess it must be that's a place to grow your your citrus yep. but i didn't know about the citrus tower so yep. This is something to put on my list. And the showcase of citrus actually is on my list as one of the things. So these are close. Once again, do them together. A little day trip. The showcase of citrus is similar. You can pick. And when you go to pick, there's all sorts of things you've never even heard of. It's kind of like in Michigan, we've got apple trees. And you don't realize there's so many different varieties of apples that you can pick. But they all kind of look the same. I mean, maybe they're a different shade of red. 
but at the showcase of citrus, it's all different sizes and colors and shapes and kiwis yeah. and all of the different things <laughs> that you can do. You pick your own. There's farm animals running around. There's a playground. There's really yeah. cool photo opportunities. One where yeah. they've got like this shark that's hanging down and you can look yeah. like you're underneath it. The kids are screaming. Yep. But we haven't done the citrus tower. That sounds yeah. awesome too. Yeah, wow. it's great. And like I said, to me, it's just some of the iconic parts of Florida. And you don't always think about it, but you know, there was that period um, of time where even at the theme parks at Disney World, they had the orange bird, the Florida orange bird, you know, is there. Mm. And it's one of their characters. Now they theme stuff around, but um, that was a partnership with the citrus industry and wow. Disney for years. And I, I remember I was sad the orange bird went away for a little while, but then Disney got the rights back. <laughs> to it. So, so it's part of our history and it's part of our state that sometimes gets a little overlooked. Now, I think mm-hmm. that when people are coming to visit, they don't think about some of those things because they are attracted to, you know, the water and the theme parks and other things. But I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a great place to go visit. Yeah. I love the agritainment or agro-tourism. People use different words where yep. you're doing these agricultural things because it's free. The, the showcase of citrus is a free place to go, but you're right. going to pay if you're going to go pick fruit. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's perfect. You get a snack out of it <laughs> and you yeah. get this day's worth of activity and there's farm animals to feed. It's just a great place. And we had a lot of fun there. They have a monster truck tour there, too, that we didn't do. You know, there's always sort of add-ons, but we didn't do that. We just had fun at the Showcase of Citrus. So I can't wait. We're going to have to check out the Citrus Tower. Claremont is 40 minutes from Orlando, 40 minutes. So we live out in the country, so 40 minutes doesn't seem far. It's nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're there. You leave at 9, you're there by 10. I mean, it's great. So that's a favorite place. Okay, this is a place I was going to tell you about that's completely free. And I just love it. I would say it's one of my favorite places I've ever been. I always want to go back. It has a weird name. And I tell everybody about it. It's called the Circle B Bar Reserve. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Have you ever been? Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's huge. (laughs) It's huge. It's free. Mm -hmm. And they have got all these different trails where there is so much wildlife there and maybe if the wildlife is something that you see every single day it would feel a little bit ho-hum but for us coming in you know we've seen an armadillo there's alligators and they're off the path so you feel safe about that there's these big wide paths that you get to walk they have wild pigs running through the woods. There's rabbits. They have this incredible nature center. It's huge with things that the kids can play on. And I, we have spent the whole day there. It is one of my absolute favorite spots. If you're not up for the walking, they have people driving like these big golf cart type things where you could get a tour. You could just get a driving tour because they do have so many trails and just these huge birds flying in and out, baby alligators. And you could stay there the whole day because there is so much to explore and the wildlife in the pictures, we have gotten some phenomenal pictures. There's just moss hanging down from the trees. It's absolutely gorgeous. I love it there and it's free. Zero dollars. Yeah. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's beautiful there for sure. Yeah. So that's one of my favorites. So I don't know if we got to 10. Did we get to 10? I think we definitely got to 10. Did we get to 10? Those are my top favorites. I also like the splash pad in winter garden. So I think that mm-hmm. if you are looking for fun things to do, the farmer's markets are really fun. So winter garden is not that far from Orlando and they have this yeah. awesome splash pad and you could go on the day that they're doing the farmer's market. And that's a really fun place to go. We also like these two playgrounds. Yeah. Dr. P. Phillips Community Park and Kissimmee Lakefront Mm -hmm. Park. Kissimmee Lakefront's got, they've got playgrounds and splash pads. And there is a lot, even even if you go to Disney Springs, they've got a splash pad there, a a fountain that's coming up that the kids can play in. So those are great. And you go during the day, they're usually not all that crowded. There's a splash pad in downtown celebration. So those are fun things to look for too. You just put your kid in their suit. And you can drive around to these different fountains that are coming out of the ground or these different splash pads. And those tend to be free, those in the playground. So you could playground hop all around Orlando. When the skies open up while others seek shelter, I embrace the rain. Heading to my favorite hike, the raindrops are like a soothing melody and my vessies ensure each step is dry and comfortable 
turning a simple outing into a rather delightful experience. Whenever my kids and I are stepping into a great outdoors adventure, I love wearing Vessies, stormburst boots, to capture the beauty of springtime landscapes. Their robust style is perfect for our nature excursions, adding a little dash of elegance to our outdoor explorations. This spring, transform how you view wet weather with Vessie. Their Dymatex technology makes their shoes not just waterproof, but a stylish barrier against rain and puddles. Whether it's a sudden downpour or a planned seaside walk, Vessi shoes ensure your feet stay dry and comfortable. Embrace the essence of spring with Vessi. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com outside and enjoy an automatic 15% off your first order upon checkout. That's V-E-S-S-I dot com slash outside for 15% off your first order. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do. But I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness. So you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last-minute get-together recently, and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chops hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chops price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com outside120 and use code OUTSIDE120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code OUTSIDE120 at goodchop.com slash OUTSIDE120 for $120 off. Goodchop.com slash OUTSIDE120 code OUTSIDE120. Oh, yeah. It, it is really pretty. Um, Have you been to Lake Eola Park? Nope. In Orlando? Yeah, you would enjoy that. I think one of the things that's really fun about that is um, the swan paddle boats. You can rent swan paddle boats to go out in Lake Yola. Yeah, it's really, really pretty. And, you know, if you're there the right time of year, you can see concerts in the park or movies that are playing oh. in the park and things like that. So it's a good place to make a day of it. Um, there's a lot of, you know, just beautiful flowers. The skyline of Orlando is you know, for viewing purposes, gorgeous yeah. at night. So it really is a fun day to play, a fun time to play during the day and then kind of stay around at night. And there's food and other things, you know, available mm-hmm. if you're there during the day. But it's just gorgeous. And yeah. you'll need to check that out. It's right there kind of in the center of Orlando. So. Wow. It is amazing that there is so much to do. I mean, we've come down before and stayed for a week or two and there's more to do than you can even fit in and the kids love all of it and if you're coming sort of to get out of the cold months I mean it's just so refreshing to wear flip-flops and to wear a t-shirt or just a little jacket and there's so many options if it's really hot in the summer then you go do the water things and if you're there in the winter then you can go do some of these other things and the variety is endless and they're, the places yeah. are close. So what, how we do a day trip, which is what we would do, is like we would do a couple. We would plan to do a couple of those springs. So we usually would eat breakfast at home. So if we're traveling in, we eat breakfast at home. We pack a lunch. We actually have really cool coolers. We have mm-hmm. 1,000 hours outside coolers, but they're great. Like we pack our lunch in them. And then we would eat dinner out. You know, you grab a bite to get a pizza. You go have it at the park or something like that. That's typically how we do vacations because you're, yeah. you're tired, you've been out all day, you maybe want to stay out to see the sunset. And so that makes it fairly affordable that, yeah. you know, you're only doing maybe one meal out and you're packing your other ones and that tends to be our rhythm. And we have just had memories yeah. of a lifetime, Suzanne, coming down to the Orlando area. 
with our kids. Yeah. And I think, you know, you talk about the endless opportunities. And I think what I love is because we do have our convention on Memorial Day weekend, Mm -hmm. people usually take a little extra time off. Right. And, you know, we've had years where we even took opportunities to provide like field trips for families on, you know, the day before or after. And, um, you know, and just done some of these things that we're getting out into nature and just enjoying the things that are right there at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. And so I love for people to be able to come and stay. And it's nothing really, you know, it's almost kind of relaxing to me once you're done with the convention to like you say, pack a lunch and go out and just enjoy one of the springs, enjoy one of the parks, you know, just get out into the, you know, outside, take a deep breath and enjoy the Mm -hmm. time that you're right here because people so often, I think just really associate Orlando with the theme parks, you know, and that's a, it's hard because they're great. People love them Mm -hmm. and, and enjoy them completely. And being a Floridian, I've, done my time there you mm-hmm. know, for sure but I just think that the convention is a perfect opportunity and hey it's an excuse to keep coming back because you've got more experiences to have right yeah yeah there's so, there's so many things you can do and that's perfect is the, the convention mm-hmm. runs Thursday Friday Saturday so then if it's yeah. it's Memorial Day weekend so Sunday Monday you could go adventure yeah. and do any of these things that we talked about and you would just yep. be making some fantastic memories. The convention theme this year is reimagine your world, reclaim your future. That's such a good line for homeschooling, for parenting, that we can reimagine things. Yeah, I love that. I'm so glad you mentioned the theme because that is something that is so like, you know, we kind of just dig in and yeah. try to think, you know, what, what, what can we do this year that's going to have an impact in people's lives? You know, where families are right now. And, you know, we loved the idea of Reclaim this year because, you know, you look at the world around you, it's like moving at the speed of life. You guys crazy. Right. And people feel so compelled to keep their kids busy and stay busy. And some people are just really struggling with, you know, what do we do with our education and where our kids going to go to school or how are we going to educate them? And it's just so, it's such a time, I think, and we've really created this event this year to be a time that when we come together, if you're thinking about, you know, let me just take a deep breath mm-hmm. and let me think about what it is in my world that I'm I'm needing to rethink. What is it that I need to reimagine and consider for our family, what will make our family full of life and healthier and, you know, more life giving yeah. experiences for our family. And I think that that's the whole goal is just to come take a deep breath and just kind of take in places where you can be encouraged to reclaim those places, reclaim, reclaim the spaces, reclaim the time, you know, and just reclaim the opportunity. I was reading a friend of mine uh, had a post. She has a graduate this year and she was saying, you know, after doing the math that when you homeschool your children, the time that you get back with them is like six years of wow. life that you have, wow. you have with them because you're homeschooling them, you know? Wow. And it's so true. You think of the things that you can do and, you know, people have um, reimagined their worlds in some amazing ways. People have, mm-hmm. you know, left the cultural norm and started homesteading. They've left the cultural norm and started RVing across the United States. And they've mm-hmm. done all of these things and because they have the freedom to homeschool their kids. They can do that so well, you know, and give their children opportunities. And so, yeah, it's all about it's all about that this year. How can Mm -hmm. you reimagine where you are in your life, in your world and just reclaim Mm -hmm. what your future looks like? You know, so I'm excited about that. You know, I am. I've talked about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. And even this, and this is just a little bit of reimagining here, reimagining what is it like to go down to Florida? You can build these memories in that are low cost and that will last forever. And, you know, you come in that a a convention is a place to imagine and to hear what other people Mm -hmm. are doing. And the freedom piece is an important one, because like you said, you're heading into your 40th anniversary. 
it's organizations like these that have fought for the freedoms that homeschool families have and homeschool is well researched right. as as an avenue for healthy and whole kids that are thriving. So yeah. we, we want to have those freedoms for sure. We want to have those options. And so that's another reason to go to convention is to be a part of mm -hmm. what's going on legislatively and to just be a part of that group of people that is fighting and making sure that those freedoms continue to be there for our families. And so yeah. if people are wanting to register, you know, this is important. You want to register by yeah. May 1st. You don't have to, but yeah. between May 1st right. and, and when the convention is on May 27th, there is no registration. So registration closes right. on May 1st. Well, then you can get your tickets at the door, but that takes a little bit longer. Sometimes it's a little bit more <laughs> stressful. So, and it really does. It helps the convention organizers. Like you want to get your tickets ahead of time. And we live in a culture where people don't want to do things ahead of time and they don't want to commit, <laughs> but you want to commit. This is the biggest one in the country. Yeah. You are going to have an absolute blast. We can't wait to come back every year. I just texted you the other day and I was like, uh, yeah. are we going to be able to come back like next year? <laughs> Remember? I texted. Can we come again? <laughs> yeah. Right. How far out can I plan on going? Can we come for a long time? But we'll, a, couple, a couple highlights from our end. Mm -hmm. I am doing a session yeah. with Elsie. A farmhouse yeah. schoolhouse Elsie everyone so loves Elsie that. so that's super exciting that yeah. session that we're doing together is actually the same as the title of the the convention so reimagine your world reclaim your yeah. future so I'll be with Elsie and then Joel Salatin Polyface Farms he's coming and I know that there's so many highlights yeah. that I I'm not even aware of but there's so many cool things you always have just a ton of options so yeah. Families will come and have a great time. So you register by May 1st or you're going to be registering at the door. And a lot of these places, this is the year it is booming, Suzanne. I think home education is booming. The fact that we didn't have conferences and conventions for a while, it's booming. And so these yeah. places are selling out. The vendor halls are selling out. If you want to have a booth, yeah. they're sold out. You know, if you want to get a hotel room, I mean, these places, yeah. they're selling out. Some of the places are running out of room even for tickets. I know that the, I know yeah. that the Rose and Shingle Creek is huge. So that's not as much of an yeah. issue but you definitely right. want to make sure that you're getting and then sometimes for it's cheaper first of all if you register by may 1st if you register ahead absolutely yeah some of those special programs fill up yeah some of the add-ons definitely fill up and registration will close but you know um a couple of highlights that haven't filled up and you could register for until may 1st deadline uh, would be the leadership programs and so we have a leadership summit for adults called Inspire. And that is just a really great time for, you know, anybody that I, I say that there's so many people that don't like look at themselves and think they're in leadership. But my goodness, if you're in the homeschooling community, you're kind of just in leadership. <laughs> anyway, yeah. if you belong to groups or interact with groups or plan field trips or whatever you're doing, that's your leadership, you know, yeah. kind of core opportunity. And um, so the leadership summit is there. It's right, right at the front end of the convention. And the, the newest part of that, um, about three years ago, we instituted the edge, which is the youth leadership summit. Mm -hmm. And that is just a really neat place for you to, especially with your kids that, you know, are interested in, in things that, um, have to do with just, you know, connecting with groups, whether it's things like NCFCA, where they're doing, you know, speech and debate, or if they're interested in some of the political camps and things that they go to, or honestly, if they're just interested in doing things in their churches with youth groups or whatever, the, the places where they can see where they can have an impact. Um, mm -hmm. That leadership summit has grown significantly each year. And I think that it's just a sign of the times because I think that there are a lot of teenagers and, you know, and this one's like for ages 13 to like 18, but mm -hmm. that age group, they're in a place in their heads where they're thinking, how, what can I do to be a force in my world? How do mm -hmm. I reckon who I am with the, you know, culture and the world around me? And yeah. they want, they're hungry for that place where they can go and connect with other people that feel the same way. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got a, a ton of students who come in, who view themselves as leaders. And that's so exciting to me. But um, yeah. so those are two opportunities that kind of get overlooked sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? People miss, miss those a little bit, but 
I love it that they view themselves that way. I mean, that's phenomenal. They view themselves as leaders. Yeah. And so this is an important thing that you brought up. You can register at the door for the conference, but you cannot register for add-ons. Add-ons end May 1st. And so you have yeah. a high school dance, which is such yeah. a cool thing. I think that when you start to homeschool, mm -hmm. these are the things that you're concerned about. What about graduation? Especially if you've got little ones. No, my kid's never going to get to walk across the stage and have an actual graduation. My kid's never going to get to go to a prom like dance or something like that. Well, my kid's never going to get to have these different opportunities, yeah. but truly these opportunities are there for the homeschool community. And so if you want to, like we said, some of the things are already sold out, but you can be thinking ahead. I mean, for the 40th year, if you have a child mm -hmm. that's graduating in the next couple of years, they could be graduating at the Gaylord. Yes. My daughter is so, so super excited about that. Yes, I, know. I heard her talk about it. She's like kind of calculating ahead. Yeah. That's where she's going to graduate. And oh, so yeah. our kids are actually, we've got some high schoolers now. They're going to be joining in at the dance. And we have, we're bringing some friends this year that are going to come and help with our booth. Uh -huh. And they have a daughter that's in high school. So we're joining in on some of the add-ons this year. We've already gotten our tickets for those things. Okay. And so that that mm -hmm. deadline is coming. And if you listen to this and it's after the convention, you're interested for 2024 or in the future, you just make sure that you're following along with fpea.com, yeah. sign up for their newsletter. You can find information about the convention and where to register at, oh, at fpea.com slash convention, fpea.com slash convention. Yeah. That's where you can find more information yeah. and find where you sign up. So it is in inexpensive for three days of conference. It, it's, it's not much. Yeah. If you're a member of FPA, no. it's less than $100. So well yeah. less than $100. I think it's 75 bucks until May 1st. Yeah. And then it goes up. Prices go up, but, you know, on site as well. So like you said, you save money mm -hmm. pre-registering. But yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, for somebody that's watching this, maybe after convention has passed this year, uh, we open registration in January. Wow. So that's the best time to book your hotel rooms and, start registering yes. because it's not uncommon for us to sell out at the hotel. <laughs> the so. hotel, the children's program, graduation, a lot of the mm -hmm. things sell out. So you can just kind of put that into your rolling calendar that what do you do Memorial Day weekend? You head down for the FPEA convention, yeah, the, the largest one in the country, yeah. and they offer so much and it really is such a blast. So I cannot recommend it more highly. Mm -hmm. I do think that you know, I was talking just yesterday to a mom and she's worked with different uh, convention over in Texas. And she was saying that, mm -hmm. you know, all, all teachers go to in-service in the public yeah. school system, in the private school system. And here we are as parents. And so what a great thing to build that into our parenting life. It's like a little parenting in-service and a homeschool yeah. teacher in-service where you're just seeing what's out there and you're getting some inspiration and you're making connections yeah. with other families. And so it's a good use of time. It's a good use of your money. And like I said, it, they make it affordable for families. So Suzanne, this has been awesome. It's so cool yeah. that we get to do a podcast yeah. episode together, highlighting Orlando, Absolutely. highlighting the FPA convention. And we always end our podcast with a favorite mm -hmm. memory of yours from childhood that was outside. Mm. That was outside? <laughs> a favorite memory? Well, I have to say. Are you going to pick, I wonder if you're going to pick a Florida one. This is what I'm curious about. <laughs> oh, it's Florida for sure. <laughs> Um, I don't know. You know, one of my favorite memories is literally we lived in the Keys when I was late elementary, early middle school years. And the thing was, we would go home after school and throw on a swimsuit and shorts. And the afternoons always looked pretty much the same. But um, I would ride my bike and the Keys were not as populated at that point mm. in time. But I could get on my bike and I could ride and ride by these canals and down these streets. And wow. we would, we lived not far from a lighthouse and I would ride my bike past the canals down to the Atlantic side and sit at this lighthouse and just take in the beauty of all of it. And that literally, that's one of my favorite. I, if I, I'm talking to you about right now, I can hear the seagulls and the pelicans flying in on the rocks and, and I can just see all that. But you know, the way that, riding the bike makes you feel kind of like swinging you've got the breeze blowing through your hair and it's beautiful that's my favorite memory yeah it's a it's a memory of freedom of childhood freedom Absolutely. and i think that is what a lot of this is about is about giving back to kids 
their freedom. And, you know, that's sort of the mission of 1000 Hours Outside. And obviously, people listen, people that are listening are doing different types of education choices. But we're trying to make sure that kids have time, that they have time for things like that, to feel the breeze in their hair and to have the freedom to bike different places and to make sure that that is sacred and that that is set aside for our kids for their growth and i love that memory it's such a beautiful one yeah so beautiful well suzanne thank you and we this is coming soon i will see you in just over a month we cannot wait we're so excited to come we're we're staying an extra day this year because i know it's it's, you know it's a (laughs) holiday weekend and so we are not rushing out. We're, we're staying to enjoy the Orlando area and can't wait Perfect. to see everyone who comes out. Make sure you come say hi at our booth. And I, we have a special announcement there, I think, of a of a field trip yes. opportunity. So you want to be paying mm-hmm. attention for that. Yeah. And there yeah. is a lot to do and a lot to take in and a lot to take away. It really is life changing. Yeah. And, and I put a plug in for, you know, our keynote speaker, Jenny Yurich at the convention <laughs> this year on Friday. You too. Yes, you know, away. it's, it's so a excited. second. Yeah. I've been having these thoughts about when you do something two years in a row and you got to make sure you don't repeat. So uh, I'm so honored, so excited to be there and to do the keynote on the it's Friday yes. morning, I think so. And I have a bunch of sessions that Friday weekend, morning, usually yeah. six something like five or six sessions so a lot of amazing topics and everyone brings all sorts of amazing topics so there's something for everyone you're gonna need the extra day even if you're you're, yeah (laughs) even if i tend to lose my voice at yours by the end it's it's sometimes it's like wavering (laughs) but but even if especially if i think if you're dreaming about this if you're starting to imagine maybe you have a three-year-old a four-year-old a five-year-old you're starting to think what might what could this look like could i do this it's a great time to come to get a little bit of foundation you will leave knowing that you can do it with a shot of confidence in your arm so we'll see you there absolutely that's our goal all right (laughs) thanks suzanne When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.